0: Frank's is there is in mid go. sentence is in mid sentence behind your head.
1: Yeah, I I just looked up beyond belief factor fiction screenshots. That was one of them and I thought the fun, I thought it was a cool tie-in with the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Cuz he got the same spiral figure here, so I just yeah, There you go. I yeah, chose yeah. it. Yeah,
0: I love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> but he's a little uh frozen in mid
1: mid thought there. Number
0: 1
1: describing how Eesh. it looks like it's moving but it's not. It's a still an image obviously. <laughs> yeah. Even though the camera is moving, and if you move it in front of a camera, or move the camera in front of the image, it's technically moving at that point. But whatever. Alright, All right, so.
0: Find out. I'm excited.
1: Welcome to LIW Anthology Series Review, Episode 92. Beyond Belief Factor Fiction 412 I'm Phoenix West. Dick, Dick, uh... Welcome, Dick. Okay, let's recap our scores here. Oh, no. You have seven. I have ten. Shit. Frank has three. Jared has four. <laughs> the man eventually, you'll never see again. eventually, I will stop reading out Frank and Jared's because it'll just be us. True. And I think at a certain point, I'm gonna have to do an average of our score divided by the number of episodes we've done, of stories we yes. we voted on, and do that, and give us an overall score.
2: Right.
1: I will do that eventually, but not now. Fuck it. Doesn't matter. All right. So. We just watched five stories. I think last week you did the three stories. This week I'll do the three stories to make it even. Uh, Because there's only five stories total. We go back and forth. Um, Witness to murder. Yeah, you did do the last one because you said the first story right off the bat. And I'm like, I don't even remember what it was. (laughs) That's right. Witness to murder. Oh, the photo oh, that's one, right. yeah, the, the, ghost, the ghost, the ghost one. one. Yeah, yes. right. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's like it just downloaded in our both of our brains at once in the yeah. Matrix. All right, so that story was a ghost hunter who's in a house. He's trying to find proof of ghosts, I guess, and it's really vague in the beginning. And it, and it, it feels like an like the like you said the first Conjuring movie. Yeah,
0: There's
1: a guy with uh, looks like Matthew Broderick is an older man, and he's got this stupid boyish hair but he's look like he's trying to act like he's not bald and he's got it like combed over right here
0: he's like robert Pattinson in the batman movie yeah Good who has hair. like a
1: ton of fucking scars right here i'm like you would be able to pinpoint who was batman with that at that point
0: well i, they, I guess in the batman movie they say that uh, bruce wayne is a uh, reclusive musician that's the idea like he's an artist who's reclusive and that's why everybody wants to see him like oh he's like tim burton or Artie. oh god
1: so he's like uh
0: i just, well, I saw it last night
1: Of uh, what's that of the damn queen of the damned movie
0: oh yeah he's gonna is, go that route but, but, but i don't know the weirdest part is fucking that that nirvana song is like played three times throughout the movie oh yeah it's very awkward it's kind of like i don't know if this works in a batman movie Underneath the bridge.
1: I showed the wife huh? uh interview the vampire, and yes. I, th- I think she liked that movie because it's not okay. bizarre in any way. It's just a standard you know story. Yes, she doesn't like the weird movies that I like. Um, but I then I was like, you know, Queen of the Damned, and she goes, "Yeah." I go, "That's Tom Cruise's character." Yes, that's Lestat, and she's like, "Yeah." What? And I was like, "Yeah, I c- I don't know either." No, and Rice lost that. her fucking mind at some point. I think so. But anyway, witness the murder. Uh, he's seems like a, a bit of an obsessive because the woman who does the voiceover, who looks like she's from 1960, she looks she's t- like he's obsessed with finding this ghost, and it's a a story about a guy who killed his wife in this house, and it's nothing too amazing or anything, but they spend way too much time on it, and it just felt like a horror movie story. So that's why we both voted fiction.
0: Now I think it's real.
1: Yes. It, again, there is some math and some like mental gymnastics you have to do with the writers of this show. But in the end, he films. He brings in a psychic lady, a medium, and she comes in and she doesn't. She's not a Zelda Rubenstein by any stretch of the imagination. She looks like you said, Rumor Willis. <laughs> Rumor Willis, that
0: she has <laughs> but,
1: orgasms. Yeah, she comes in. She's like. <sighs> Mm, oh fuck, Daddy! Oh, I feel a, I feel a presence. It's strong here. Everybody
0: hair. looks at her, and there's uh, recorder, recorder. Put a camera on her.
1: She's a sexual medium.
0: We're trying to fight. Yeah. We're trying to record the ghost. Fuck the ghost, not real. Put it on her. She's getting wet. Why
1: can't Daryl Hannah do this on the show? Fuck, this is pop, awesome. But
0: she's, she's gonna pop her titty out. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know Nick Cage is up in that, right?
0: <laughs> He's done that.
1: Yeah. He busted loads up in that. All right, anyway. I will yeah.
0: grunty chop you.
1: <laughs> motherfucker.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure Fuck that's what he said. You, yeah.
1: What was with that goddamn movie? Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Check it out, people. All right, focus. Ugh. He films, He he's sitting there, and he has an actual 16 millimeter film camera. So when I say film, have, I literally mean film.
0: And they see the, the medium allows them to bring out the ghost. Running down the stairs. Everybody sees it right In there. this it,
1: amazing it trick it. photography that I can't figure out how they did it. There's no way they had a still camera, shot a still still staircase, shot the scene, and then just uh, made the opacity like 40%. There's no way. I mean, I, I don't know how they did it. But you see the ghost, and he's choking the woman down the stairs, and he kills her, and then he's like, you. And he looks at the camera, and then he's like, ah, and it scares them all. <laughs> I'm like we shouldn't have filmed that, man. Oh God! And the fucking uh, uh, what I call him? You called him Beck. I called him.
0: Oh Beck. Spike and, Jones. Spike um, Jones.
1: Yeah. And so it's the, the four people. They were like sitting there and like, oh, doctor left to go whatever his name is to go to go process the film and get that that made, so we could have proof of ghosts. And then they go outside, you know, hours later after they pick up pack up all their equipment and they see him outside. They run over there. And he's the door door of the car is open. He's strangled to death with the film, and so it's all exposed and therefore ruined. Is this story beyond belief? You know, fact or fiction? Find out now. Fiction. We both voted it's, fiction.
0: Anybody, well, every time you get somebody that dies like that, I can't believe it.
1: Well, and then again, I I think if it if it ends up mean fact, it's the part that he's choked with the film is what got us. And we believe too much into the actual story they're telling instead of Maybe. the, the two sentence story they read off New York times from 1962. Right. Yeah. So that's where we will be wrong if anything, but let's find out who's right, who's wrong. Hopefully we're both right. Honestly, it doesn't matter on the scorecard, but if we're both right, that'd be better. You know, cause, it would be Yeah. You need, you need to have some victories here. I need to have victory today. Even if it doesn't help you get ahead of me, you, just exactly. still being right, you know? Here we go.
2: Now let's look back at tonight's stories and find out which ones are inspired by actual events and which ones are totally false. Let's review the story of the ghost hunters who tried to capture the spirits on film. Are you, me, huh? are you seeing that through the lens? Are you getting it all done? Audio's down. Keep shooting to her. Get it all. Oh, he's strangling yeah. her. Oh, he's strangling oh, her.
1: So much sexual moaning. You know what she reminds me of? Her acting is, um, what is that girl's name? Fuck, she's got one of those weird names. She's in yeah, Brown Bunny, Bunny Brown. and Blue, that guy.
0: Oh, Chloe Savini.
1: Chloe Savini. How are you pronounce her last name? There's there's no, a thousand... Savon... <laughs> I like she's her. like a she's, she's like a wine
0: she's a dirty hot she's oh like, yeah Ooh, there's something about it. I love her yeah
1: she's an American Horror Story and she reminds and me of this character funny. right here
0: but she's funny uh, stick with us Tara get it all get it all <laughs> alright get to the part where he's dead in this car please uh-huh. oh, they're not gonna angry. get there spirit is angry he does not want angry! He's, he's inside can of me can
2: this story is fact yes it is This event was reported as taking place in England in the years following World War II. I told you.
0: We were
1: wrong. What are you talking about?
2: I
0: told you it was going to be fact. I told you. (laughs) Remember I said, oh, this is going to be real. Watch. It's going to be real. Now I'm thinking about it. It's true. Oh, well. That's all right. We both got it wrong. It's fine.
1: All right. Next up, roulette wheel. This one's yours.
0: Oh, God. I forgot about this one.
1: This, is, this one's stupid. This one is so pointless. it's probably
0: real now. It's stupid. Uh, dumb degenerate gambler. He can't win. He uh, goes, washes his hands at the uh, casino. He gets electrical shock from the air dryer. Then he goes and he takes $10 out of his shoe, puts it on the roulette table. He makes a quick buck that he's like, every time he's on the table, he's right. And then he magically has gotten $500,000 in his position, possession. And he goes, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm going to wash my hands again. And he gets shocked. He goes to election. a, he goes
1: to a different hand dryer this time though.
0: Yeah. And then he gets shocked again. Yeah. And then he subsequently loses all the money in 20 minutes when he could have just been like, you know what? I'm going to cash out and I'll go home and be done it, for the rest of my life. Yeah. Cause I have half a million dollars. I have half a million dollars. You're an idiot. Yeah. That's why this is, like, not a true story. No. It's, it's fiction. Degenerate
1: gamblers are, definitely exist, so...
0: Yes, I understand that, but not to this point. Not when you get up $500,000. Shit, shit's real. That's stupid.
1: I put fact, you put fiction. Um, I thought you said fiction on this one, too. No, I got... You said fiction, I said fact.
0: no right, I'm going to stick with fiction, because it's too stupid. If it's real, I'm going to kill Jonathan Franks.
1: There's no changing your votes after once we get to the live show. All right, I'm just saying... Yeah, you have fiction, I have fact. Uh, the That's next good. one we agree on with fact. Yes. Uh, then we don't agree, then we don't agree. So,
0: Oh, shit. It's be exciting.
1: Yeah, I know. We got some chances here. Shit. Someone's going to pull ahead or catch up.
0: That means the last story is going to be real.
1: Better. Goddamn better. It's, it's so stupid. That last story fucking sucks. But, okay. Damn. So, I would also mention that the cheap floozy, the, the gamble whore next to him, is, is like, you only have 10 bucks? Hey, bye.
0: She's off there. Yeah, yeah, she was gone in a second. <laughs> yeah,
1: she flew away. Uh, I don't know why she didn't catch on the fact that he lost all of his chips and he only has a $10 bill in his hand.
0: Right, yeah.
1: She had to wait for the camera to catch up. But uh, also the ending of that episode was very confusing because he's like 10 bucks and he's like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and walk away. He starts putting his shoe and he stops and he's like, I'll win that money back. And it's like, then Jonathan Frakes pu- pops up. And it's like, yeah. well, was that an end? What the hell was that? yeah. Let's find out. I got yeah, fact. You got fiction. Let's let's we'll settle this.
0: we I'm going to be
2: losing this fucking night. Let's take another look at the roulette player who found he could control the wheel with his mind. Uh, it wasn't his mind.
1: It was. It's what he thought it was.
0: He just guessed seven, seven, seven. See, he's seven, like, seven,
1: you think seven, he thinks he's seven, telling it to be seven. seven. Number seven wins. <laughs> you know what's funny? is I was thinking, it must have been really hard to get that to land on seven like that. Then I just realized right now, they probably just landed on seven and had the actor go, say, seven. Yeah.
0: Good good point. Yeah. Sure. Good, that's, good point. that's what I was
1: thinking. Because <laughs> there's nothing else to enjoy here.
0: Man, ILM does a good job on these balls. <laughs> on <that roulette>
1: <laughs> no, I was I'm thinking, waiting. we got to get this to land on seven. Shit, it won't do it. But this no, is it forever? It's, they're probably like we have footage slow motion of Lane on seven. Just say seven. No.
2: Yeah. Is it possible that this story is true? Fiction.
1: Fuck. Not this time. Damn. It's a fraud. Yeah! I, I know my Jonathan Frake's reactions on his face. He's Good. ironically he has a bad poker face. No, it
0: was just that, that was just too stupid to be real. All right. It's too goofy. All right. You're too goofy. That's when you know like if there's a semblance of reality. Like, this next one, I think this one's real. But um, when it's that goofy and stupid, come on. Unless it's a supernatural one.
1: Sorry, I'm making the scorecard real quick here. One second, everybody. So, we were both right in the last one. So, you would have eight... I have 11. This one, you have 9. I have 11. Right? 9-11. No, you have... Yeah, yeah, you have... 8. 8. No, because you were right in the last one too, right? No, we were both wrong. Never mind.
0: No, we were both wrong in the first one. Yeah. Okay,
1: so you have 8 and I have 10 eight. still. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The reason I did, because the first two I don't have in the spreadsheet, because I haven't gone back and listened to you yet, I made the spreadsheet in episode 3, so I'm just making it correct so I can just go off that. Okay. Here we go. The next one is the phrenologist's head. This one,
0: I would say, is probably true. You, we both said fact. Uh, Did we both say fact on this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so.
1: This one starts off, uh, there's a younger couple. They're in his, uh, an office with a neuroso- uh, neuro neurologist. He says, this tumor is fucking fatal. You're going to goddamn die real quick. She doesn't take it to heart the way she should. She's just like, oh, I thought I just had headaches. And she sits down the husband holds her hand like a bitch. That's it. And then, cuts to later, the wife in a plum dress shows up and she's like, Here's a here's a head I found at a flea market or, or an antique store or whatever she says.
0: It was Sigmund Freud's. Yeah.
1: She pulls out the phrenology. It's a head with the phrenology. We were talking about in the live commentary episode, which you can check out on lawstudios.com in the LAW Plus section. There you it's go. those little heads with the numbers on it, and you have a, a little metal thing that you go and connect the parts. And you kind of like measure the spacing of it. It's a stupid science that has been debunked hundreds of years ago now at this point. But Leo DiCaprio does it in uh, Django. Yes. And he's like, oh, okay. Sigmund Freud's great. All right. There's a smudge on there. And she wipes it off. And he's like, you probably just wiped off Freud's uh, fingerprint there. Cut, and they leave together, and they act like they're going to go out to dinner and fuck and have a great weekend. Instead, it cuts to him back in his office alone, being like, I couldn't stop thinking about that patient because she is so fucking hot. And it sucks for you know, titties that nice to die. So I sat there, and I thought, and that smudge kept appearing, and I kept wiping it away, and it kept appearing on number 11, and turns out that stands for what? what the, uh, cautiousness. So therefore, I looked at the scans again and realized, and he runs out in the other room, and she's about to go to surgery. And he's like, wait, 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 stop. Turns out those, those scans were for an, an 88 year old man who's dying and possibly dead already. That is because we didn't give him the right medical advice because he had your scans. Therefore was fine. So you're fine. And it's supposed to be like this happy ending, but like that fucking guy has a brain tumor. that has been growing for a while. And is not prepped at all for that <laughs> and thinks he's healthy. But that poor fucking guy has no idea.
0: He's but, already dead.
1: But yeah, the reason they said he's eighty-eight is because you don't—they don't want you to think about that. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> so, a twelve-year-old boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I—it's gonna be. This conversation is great right now, letting you know you don't have to get the surgery and you can be free to go. But oh, that conversation the way, at we, the funeral I'm gonna have tomorrow with that twelve-year-old's parents but, is gonna be real uncomfortable.
0: We, we've already charged your insurance for the procedure. Oh, definitely. We'll give you a credit. You'll be all right. <laughs>
1: That's going to be an awkward conversation between the the back office of that hospital yeah. and, and the insurance company. So we, you know, what insurance would ask for like a ton of of scans. I've been through the insurance stuff. They really would ask a bunch of for a bunch of scans. They don't they don't just want one, you know. So the odds of it getting switched up multiple times is is impossible. So I really should go fiction on this. Now that I'm thinking about it. But that's how Frank gets them wrong. We're going to go with fact.
0: I think this is a real one because it's, just, it's like the medical ones are usually the fact factual ones.
1: Yeah, we talked about it afterwards when I said the reason I'm going fact is because I'm thinking like the writers of the show, the researchers. They're going to see a lot of medical stuff. So those are more along the lines of, of easily accessible stories. Therefore, more the odds are better they're going to be based on fact. Yeah. So let's find out, shall we?
2: How about the story of the model of a head that saved a patient from dangerous and needless surgery? The map had nothing to do with science. It was based on old beliefs and superstitions.
0: Every human emotion
2: with corresponding numbers to the model of a head was written on the map. I looked at number 11. Written next to it was the word cautiousness. Was this story based on a real happening? Yes. It happened in the state of Florida. Woo! The
0: oh, Boy, the medical ones are always true. Yeah. It's
1: just, it's easily accessible to find out those stories, to hear those stories. Yeah. That's the only reason I went fact. It, yeah. Because otherwise I would say no, because I, I really don't think this actually happened. Probably some medical switch up and they saved it at the last second. I thought last second, but this skull was not involved with that story. Yeah. And I really doubt she had a plum dress. Come on.
0: That's fiction as fuck.
1: No. Well, it is Florida. It is Florida. Oh, well,
0: no, that's true. It's absolutely yeah, true. Yeah.
1: Now that I thought about that. Okay. All right. So the bridge is next, and this should be the shortest summary ever. You're getting off easy tonight, man.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, well, it's early yet. There's still three, uh, two more, right? Yeah,
1: there's two more.
0: Two more. I need to get them all right. I need to be. I think we both agreed on all of them, though, didn't
1: we? No, the the next two we don't agree on. So we don't agree. You, on can, you can you can tie with the next two. Oh fuck! All right. So tell 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 us about the
0: bridge. So the bridge. This woman wants to go for a hike. She likes to hike. She checks the the weather to go hiking for safety in the misty reason, mountains. The mm. misty mountains overtake her, and she goes on a bridge, and the <laughs> Kali. And she goes on the bridge, and um, she's, like, going to be thrown off the bridge because she's scared. She doesn't want to be on it. She's like, oh, my God, what do we do? And then this nurse comes up on the bridge and says, hi, we're going to get you to safety. Get you free to go, okay? And she gets her off the bridge, and she sees her name. Was, like, Holly Morgan, Lana Morgan, something like that. Is that
1: the Playboy girl you're talking about? I don't know. It's some name. Oh, that's Madison, isn't it? I don't know.
0: Madison, yeah, actually Madison. No, that was Ashley... That that's was the, the website. Uh, cheating website. Yeah. Whatever. That's, nurse, that, that, that's that
1: shitty fucking person website.
0: Yeah, AshleyMadison.com. Yeah. Uh, I was a nurse on the bridge. I love and the then, fact uh,
1: that all the Ashley Madison website data got leaked, and people were like, yeah. how dare... It's like, you shouldn't have been on there, you piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> like,
0: yeah, you guys... Uh, uh, <laughs> like no. I don't feel
1: bad for you at all. all right, anyway, sorry, <laughs> continue. <laughs>
0: um... <laughs>
1: What was her stupid uh, name? The nurse? Something I Lang, can't remember now. Like Bridget Lang it
0: Morgan Lee, or it was something.
1: It's not a Lee porn Morgan. name.
0: <laughs> it was Lee Morgan or something like I that. I feel like you're
1: going through your porn star Rolodex in your brain right now. I think I thought it was like Bridget, Bridget, uh, know. Bridget Lang.
0: I don't know any porno stars' names. There's no porno stars anymore, those days are over. No, you got
1: people who make videos, and that's it.
0: I think. Yeah, it's just, it's just basically yeah. like members only thing or whatever. I don't even bother with you that. You got
1: ass, um, asshole, big tight ass. That's their name now, and you just yeah just pay him twenty bucks a month or something. Anyway, pretty um, much yeah. There's a bridge. You got to get to the reveal Underneath there. Underneath
0: the bridge.
1: The super, the super reveal at the end when she survives. Yeah,
0: well, here's the thing. Okay. She survived the, the bridge. We get a nice CGI effect of the bridge being blown away.
1: It was pretty good, actually.
0: Storm. It's not bad. And then her parents come, and she goes, "This nurse Ashley Madison came and helped me." And they, <laughs> they tell the ranger to get the fuck out of there. Help and me so, cheat on my husband. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna go down. So actually, uh, she goes, "Honey, you're adopted. Uh, we're gonna tell you right now. Your your mother and father died in a plane crash." <gasps>
1: what? Hey. I
0: they told me, but I still love them anyway.
1: It'd be funny if they're like, "Huh?" They're both just like, "Honey, how how do you know about Ashley Madison? Did you see both of our credit reports? Oh, both of us. Oh, oh God, shit! You,
0: you know that I cheated on your wife, my my wife, all the time.
1: She's right here. She's oh a shit."
0: Horrible- She's a horrible, horrible lay. Oh, yeah. God.
1: And then, yeah, sorry. they reveal that the mom died in a play crash. She was a nurse. That was her name. Yeah. Ashley Madison, <laughs> according to Dick story.
0: Yes. And then they go, oh, my God, that was your mother. I, Your mother died. She was on the bridge. She goes, no. And then she saw a picture and confirmed, that was my mother on the bridge. Oh, my God. It was the ghost of the mother saving her.
1: Yeah. And then Red had to the It was like, under the bridge?
0: underneath the bridge (laughs) so batman riddler solving crime
1: i another fun game for this show is which clip are they going to show i bet it's the clip where she unhooks her bag it's gotta be because they don't do the reveal in it
0: well and then they have to flash forward to the that's your mother
1: (gasps) which episode tonight which episode did we do that had a flashback remember it cuts to a cuts flashback and we're like why the fuck are they doing this was it the cigar box was it the next
0: one yeah cigar box yeah okay. the, the purple art we oh. just saw
2: okay here we go bum 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 what was your opinion of the hiker who was rescued from a collapsing bridge was it boring mother's ghost don't be afraid stay calm I'll help you
0: at
1: least I called this part in her yeah. Star Trek her Starfleet uniforms coat.
0: Thank you.
1: Here it is. Here's the name. Margaret Lang. Ashley Madison.
0: Margaret Lang, yeah,
1: I got the last name right.
0: Margaret you have- Lang on the bridge.
1: <laughs> Why are you doing Nirvana?
0: Guys, <laughs> yes, I saw the, the Batman plays that song like four times in the movie.
1: Oh, really? Underneath that
0: one? Underneath the bridge. It's like... And Robert Pattinson's he's emo. I he's not a bad, bad man, It's
1: not a... It's okay. The
0: movie's okay. I don't think it's amazing. It, it was fine. Yeah. It's kind of goo... It's kind of like, really? That's the plot? Oh, okay. Wasn't anyway. it supposed to be rated R? He does say fuck. There is a fuck in there.
1: One single fuck. Great. There's
0: one fuck. There is one fuck.
1: Does he, does he yeah, pull out some balls or anything? The what? Does he pull out some balls?
0: No. Damn.
2: To get off the bridge right away.
1: All right. Oh, sorry. You said... F- I didn't... Re- I realized I didn't reveal our votes. You said fact. I said fiction. Continue.
2: Yes. Was this story inspired by an actual event? Yes. Yeah! It was inspired damn. by an incident <laughs> that took place in Texas in the late Yeah, 60- I told you.
0: It's always... The, the, the most ones are always true. Damn. So I got that one. You got that one wrong, right? Yes. Yes. Underneath the branch. <laughs> you needed this. All right.
1: So you I got did, one. I, I, I got it. zero. There. I
0: Wait, God damn it. So it's that's t- why now I'm worried about the Purple Heart episode.
1: It's 10 to 11 now.
0: Because I said this was fiction, but this one could be real.
1: I was up by three. That's a good lead yeah, for this show. Yeah, now I'm cool. only up by one.
0: Well, that's how fast it turns on this. That's why this game is fun.
1: Yeah, this is a, I think we're just going to do this and Lee Martin's Midnight Hour from now on. This might just be our show. Because this is, this is, I like the game. This is competitive. All right. You know what's funny is I, I thought about this game like a year when we first started doing this. Uh, when we started doing the live shows and I was like, I want to do Beyond Belief and like vote. And I was like, no, wait, I don't think they're going to like that. And it bums me out that I waited so long. Because we could be like 75 to 75 at this point. I know. But that's all right. We figured it out. Um, the last story is called The Cigar Box. is the most simple story you're going to hear. Other than The Bridge. Yeah. So uh, Linda Hamilton and her, mo- and her daughter, her lesbian daughter, it- are at a, f- a swap meet. They're at like a fucking flea market, wherever they are. And the little girl becomes obsessed with the cigar box. because It it keeps vibrating. And she's like, oh, it's magical. we got to buy it. I'm way too old to believe in magic, but let's buy this. They buy the cigar box for a dollar from the most Midwestern lady I've ever seen in my life. This is very Canadian, by the way. So I guess not Midwestern, but still. They buy the cigar box. All that happens next is they go to her diner where she's working. That's why I'm calling her Little Hamilton. And the little girl's looking in the box, and it's vibrating. An old man comes in. We made way too many pedophile jokes for about 10 minutes. It was fun. Because she's like, he can't, the 85-year-old man came into the room, and, and he immediately sits down with her, with her daughter and is like, hey. And I was like, oh. Because we just watched The Fugitive for The Twilight Zone, so I immediately have creepy vibes, you know? And he's sitting there next to her, and he's like, Well, there's a venom mix up there. This box is not supposed to be sold. Uh, And she's like, here, have the box. And he's like, no, no, I need one thing. And he grabs his purple heart out of the box. And he's like, she's like, you know, it's been vibrating. And he's like, you know, hearts beat. And I was like, but it was vibrating, not beating. What? And then the most obvious fucking thing ever happens where they leave the diner after her shift. Apparently the daughter just sits in in the diner booth all goddamn day.
0: She doesn't go to school. She learns the she learns how to be a, a human being by watching the the old people come and eat dinner at three o'clock
1: exactly she she's her studies are staring in the cigar box of old baseball cards that's it yes. and then she they leave they go home to their apartment complex the old man who was just visiting them has died they find out and she goes oh my god I can't believe he's dead we, we just saw him. At the diner and the paramedic goes, nah, he's been dead for two days. Even though not a paramedic's job to determine that time of death or anything. Yeah. That's a corner. But whatever. They, they, you know, at most minimized it for just uh, tell a story in, in a quick amount of time. And that's when they do the flashback of the old man in the diner grabbing the Purple Heart. And I'm like, why? It's like a, a sepia tone flashback. Why did they do that? I don't. I've never seen that. And I also want to mention that there's a writer on this show who wrote like all of these episodes whose name is Michael Scott.
0: Yeah. And it's just as awkward as Michael Scott.
1: Yeah. It. I was like, we kept seeing like Mike Scott. It was some guy and then Mike Scott. I don't remember the other guy's name because it wasn't a character of one of the most popular shows of all time. So, but it was so that guy's name and then Mike Scott and I couldn't get over that. I had to write it down. For this stupid fucking episode, you voted fiction, I voted fact. Let's see if we're tied at 11, which I'll be honest, I kind of hope we are. Because I like us being tied. Yeah. But let's find out. Alright, here we go. You voted fiction, I voted fact.
2: The story of the veteran, the cigar box.
1: I bet they show the flashback.
2: Oh, they're going to.
1: He's been dead, and then I'll show the flashback.
2: And the purple heart medal. How did you judge that one? Thanks,
1: Heather. Mr. August.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, hot beats, right?
1: Sometimes the box vibrates. Stop talking to me. Really?
0: Maybe. So if he's dead, part? does no one else notice he's in the restaurant? Hearts do beat, you know. Goodbye, Mr. August. Was she talking to nobody when everybody was looking at her in the fucking diner?
1: No, I think it's one of those things where everyone sees him.
0: But he's been dead for two days. He's rotting in his house. How is it
1: any more bizarre that only two people see him, than everybody sees him?
0: He's rotting in his (laughs) sofa chair right now. It
1: would be funny if his jaw fell off. when
0: (laughs) What's wrong with your face?
1: So this is the story of your next door neighbor when we lived in L.A. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You probably saw him like six times as a ghost. I think. But...
2: Is this strange story based on fact? That was it. That's the yeah, yeah. clip they show. Okay. We
0: gotta wrap up this last second last episode. Yeah.
2: <laughs> a similar event took place in Ohio in the early
1: '80s. Hey! Two episode the, lead. See,
2: ghosts are oh, the ghost stories are always real. Were you able to navigate the waters of deceit to find the island of truth
0: That's absolute bullshit. Is there really
2: a way to set your course and sail for the star of truth? Or is the voyage itself fraught with obstacles that are beyond belief? I'm Jonathan Franks.
1: Hey, you know what? Oh, sorry. Let's let's hear if it's Don Lafontaine, because it doesn't sound like him to me. Oh
2: yeah.
0: Phrenologist's head and cigar box are true based on first-hand research conducted by author Robert Traylands. For Beyond Belief, this is Campbell Lane. I knew it. Campbell
1: Lane. You fucking knew it. Dick Clark Productions. Alright. Yeah, so Don LaFontaine hosted like the first three seasons. I don't, or not hosted, but did the the voice, the, the little voice that you're hearing. I don't know why suddenly he left because he didn't die yet.
0: No, is he not dead? He's dead, right? Now, no, oh, Dick Clark's dead. Yeah,
1: well, I know Dick Clark, but Don LaFontaine died a while ago, didn't he? Like five years ago.
0: Oh, probably. Yeah.
1: Let I me would, find out. I
0: would,
1: right. I, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Um, Don. Fontaine. How the fuck do you spell his name? LaFontaine, L.A.? I think so. There he is.
0: In a world.
1: Yeah, 2008. Holy shit, he died a long time ago.
0: Holy shit.
1: God damn, I didn't realize he died that long ago. He was only 68. Wow. In a world. Yeah, he does that whole... He did all all the trolls you heard growing up. That was Don LaFontaine.
0: Did he die of throat cancer because he was probably a smoker? Um, Or lung cancer?
1: I'm not sure, but I'm looking up Beyond Belief right now because I'm curious. Okay, so Beyond Belief, Factor Fishing. he only did seven episodes? What? No.
0: Who, Don LaFontaine? Uh, Yeah,
1: he only did seven episodes. Huh. That's like what I remember about this show after the host.
0: Maybe that's all we watched with the seven episodes with him talking.
1: Wow. Yeah, because email, Cup of Joe, Seeker of the Family Tomb, Weezer. He did that one.
0: Believe it or not. That is... Fact, see, be I, I
1: believe this is fiction. There's no way yes. he only did seven.
0: That Why would he do seven
1: random episodes?
0: Well, Maybe he covered for are.
1: whoever the fuck we just heard. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, after the what have
0: you. That thirty. uh, uh what have you. Where's that? Play, gonna play that or... Anyway, uh, we'll go there after the uh, what have you.
1: Let's see how he died. Very Co- good. Collapsed lungs, So there you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have to keep my voice uh, prime and proper for my voiceovers.
1: He has the voice. <gasps> okay. So YouTubers, people who oh, who grew up on YouTube, uh, who we were like 15 before we got the internet over here. Yeah. So if you grew up on YouTube your whole life. He funky, he okay. has the voice that the guys who do the fake or sorry the uh, honest movie trailers, yes, those guys are the one they're mimicking Don LaFontaine.
0: Does anybody ever watch those guys still?
1: Yeah, I watch them every once in a while, but then then again, I'm almost forty, so I
0: for, I've forgotten they were even on.
1: Yeah, every once in a while I'll catch it because I'll be looking up Red Letter Media on YouTube and I watch one of their yeah. videos and it's like. That's- and yeah. it recommends that movie, and so I'll watch that, and I'll kind of watch two or three of them, and I'm like, uh, okay, it's the same jokes over and over. I get it.
0: Yeah. Who? Uh, yeah. The I still they like the
1: camera. channel, but I don't want to watch the videos. You know. Which one? The honest movie trailers.
0: Oh right, right, right.
1: Yeah, not not Red Letter Media. Um,
0: yeah, I watch Red Letter all the time. Oh Even yeah, that, I used to watch the the old ones. I used to rewatch them over and over again.
1: I'm working my way back through uh, Best of the Worst again.
0: Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's I, really I do funny. it
1: all the time. I'll sit there and I'll Because yeah. I watch it while I'm like preparing the shows. I'll just throw it on.
0: Yeah. It's nice to have in the background.
1: Yeah. It's great background noise. Those but,
0: guys are fun.
1: Yeah. Jack Jack Laird is my, is my favorite. Jack, Jack, Jack Laird? Jack Packer. <laughs> I know. I was kidding.
0: Good God. Don't ever say that again. The reason
1: I said that is because of this. I'm going to... Couldn't hurt. No. Yeah. I'm going to blow your mind here about the multiple angles. But look at here. That's why I was making that joke, because it's on screen oh. all the time in front of me right here. Oh, my God. Jack Laird. Oh. So I have uh, Jack Laird, Haskell Barkin, Rob Zerloin written down. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. And
1: speaking of Rob Zerloin. We're about to go live for our Lee Martins, the Midnight Hour, 6.03, Last Night, Tonight, and Tomorrow, I think it's called. The stupid no fucking, fucking title. Shit. Is that what it's called? Yes. So let's just get into that because we're done with this. Um, the score is now on this show, Dick has 10, I have 12, yada, yada, yada.
0: All right. I, I think next week uh, I'm going to come out like a phoenix. Not you, but a phoenix out of the ashes.
1: All right.
0: And retain my crown.
1: <laughs> I wish you the best. Uh, I really right, fucking I doubt care. it.
0: Do we get cash for this? No.
1: I don't know when we're going to record next for this. Um, probably every Friday. Honestly, I think we're just going to go to once a week. We might do Twilight Zone next week, but I don't. I don't know yet. Yeah, I watched l- the
0: fugitive today.
1: Yeah. Well, so I want to do Twilight Zone again. But I'll let you know what's going on after. Um, okay. Nothing too crazy. Just you know, work and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's get out of here. So on the live stream, keep watching on the podcast, the next podcast, episode 93, Lee Martin's Midnight Hour. Can't wait. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. (laughs) (laughs) LIWstudios.com, so long, citizens.
0: Midnight hour, yeah! We're going to learn how to not write on the midnight hour.
1: If you're a woman, you're a horrible bitch.
0: You whore.